0: Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Well, today we're going to be discussing... Things you may not have known about the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, but you need to know because as it is said in the news all the time that Jerusalem's Temple Mount, the Temple Mount, is a powder keg. Which is the holiest site for Jews? Is it the Western Wall or the upper area where the Al-Aqsa Mosque is? What is the history of the Temple Mount and why, again, is it so fragile politically that they're afraid that it is like a powder keg? Why do Jews have to be checked for bombs and go through security? but not the Muslims. We're going to talk about that as well. We're going to find out about the current status of the Temple Mount, and we're going to be speaking with uh, one of the tour guides that uh, has a lot of experience taking people up to the Mount and is an uh, Israeli activist, a Jewish activist. I want to remind you all that Israel News Talk Radio is branching out into video and on Tuesday, every Tuesday, we have the new podcast called Solomon's Sword and you can watch us tape this show live by signing up and registering for our Zoom. So if you want to do that, if you want to watch this being broadcasted live on Zoom, you can go to our homepage at Israel Newstalkradio.com and you're gonna see there a green banner going across the top of the page that says register for free here and become part of our live audience. Just click on that link and it'll take you to another page which has the link for our Zoom where you can register again for free. And you can also, if you can't make it at the time that we're taping live, then you can watch it on demand through our Rumble channel. And I say Rumble because, unfortunately, YouTube censors a lot of topics that we are going to be talking about. So rumble.com slash user slash I-N-T-R. We're, we're going to be right back. We're going to be talking about the holiest place in the world. We'll be right back. We are back here at the Yonah show on Israel News Talk And today, things you may not have known about the Temple Mount but need to know and its current situation. Our guest today is Michael Miller. He is a Temple Mount activist and guide through the Temple Mount Heritage Foundation, or at least he was. Uh, he is also active with the students for the Temple Mount Movement, and he is going to be here talking to us about Jerusalem's holiest, well, the world's holiest site in the world, not just to the Jewish people, but the Arabs, the Muslims claim it as well. Uh, the Christians claim Jerusalem generally as well uh, for as one of their holy places, and... Israel, the State of Israel grants people freedom of religion, and they can all worship here. So uh, without saying anything else, let me invite our guest on, Michael Miller.
2: Hello, Tamar Yona. Thank you to all the listeners on the show.
1: It's very Thank good to have you on. Me. Are you still active through the Temple Mount Heritage Foundation and the students for the Temple Mount?
2: So I am active, but not as much these days as I do have a... Uh, different as I am working in a different uh, position, but my heart and soul is still there.
1: Okay. All right. And I understand we'll, we'll go into this later, but I understand that you've also been uh, stopped by the police, detained by the police, not once, not twice. <laughs> so you'll tell us about that <laughs> a little bit later in the show as well. So first of, of all, course. let's let's go to, to the main general question. Uh, the holiest site in the world for the Jewish people
2: is. Is. Es- I, I, I'm pretty sure it's the Temple Mount, actually, you know?
1: Pretty sure, right. <laughs> pretty
2: Absolutely. Sure. Just, just a honest. lot of
1: people believe it's the Western Wall. It's uh, Some people call it the Wailing Wall because Jews used to cry there. We weren't allowed to even pray there for so many uh, decades uh, when it was under Ottoman occupation, when it was under British occupation. We weren't allowed to blow the shofar there. You could be arrested if you did. Um, it's always been a place that the non-Jews wanted to keep the Jews away from. But the Western Wall is not the holiest place in the world. Go ahead, Michael.
2: No, it is actually, in fact, not the holiest place in the world. In fact, there is no significant relevance or holiness to the wall itself. It is a mere retaining outer supporting wall of a Temple Mount complex, not of the first or second or even soon to be third temple itself.
1: Okay, and so the Temple Mount is where the two holy temples of the Jewish people stood. Today, we have on there uh, a mosque, and we have chil- Arab children running around there playing soccer there. We have Muslim worshippers who turn their behinds to the, the mosque that's on the Temple Mount, and they face Mecca instead. Tell us more about the uh, Temple Mount.
2: Of course. So the Temple Mount is the holiest site, the number one holy site in the universe, and also for Judaism. Um, I would say that many make the mistake, and they think that the Dome of the Rock, the Golden Dome in the middle of the compound, is a mosque, and that is actually incorrect. It is a shrine. Muslims might pray there, but they don't actually Consider it a mosque. They, Like you said, they turn their behinds towards the Golden Dome. Their holiest site is, in fact, Alakta, what they consider um, Alakta. And where our temple stood was right above the foundation stone, which is found under the Golden Dome. So our temple was actually, in fact, on the site where the Golden Dome is standing right now, and now where Alakta is. So we don't actually go anywhere near the Alakta Mosque when we go up there. Um, we just simply go around it and our main focus is on that golden dome.
1: Okay, so to clear it up again, the golden dome, what is the Arab what do the Arabs call it?
2: They 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 uh, they call it al-haram al-sharif.
1: Okay, as as in deference to al-Aqsa, which is another mosque that's on the Temple Mount. Exactly. Okay. All right. So, uh, and it, let's just go over through, through the history, because it's important to realize that throughout history, when a conqueror will come and take over, uh, I, I should say one that has a religion uh, uh, as its forefront, when the, when the Byzantines took over, right? The Christians, they built their church on top of where the ruins of the temple were, and then it was the Muslims with their mosque? Correct. Okay and they did this to show that they conquered and in fact I believe that there was a big hullabaloo going on after 911 when um the twin towers were taken down and right next to it they uh started to build a mosque and a lot of american people got up in arms about it because they said this is showing that you know in our face that that they've conquered the american people and uh, here they are the muslims building a mosque right there uh, next to Ground Zero. All right, so uh, so why is the Temple Mount such a powder keg?
2: Unfortunately, many associate due to uh, the Israeli media's, I would say, uh, take on it and spin on it, uh, being that the former prime minister, late prime minister Ariel Sharon, went up to the Temple Mount in the year 2000 and what the media said he sparked or started or caused the uh, second intifada so many associate the fact that you know forget jewish prayer when jews go up there it is provoking uh, the arabs and and simply jewish presence not only jewish prayer but jewish presence up there will cause a complete riot and will cause another intifada so when, um the reason uh why it's such a power kick is because uh, the media, unfortunately, um, has painted such a uh, picture and has actually attached unfortunate um, extremism, if you will, uh, to Jews uh, going up. There's such a negative connotation um, that any active external form of Jewish worship can literally set the entire Middle East on fire, when in reality, that is anything but the truth.
1: You know, it's interesting that you say that because it reminds me when just recently in the news, uh, former President Donald Trump had said that he was so impressed by the grandfatherly figure of Mahmoud Abbas and how he was just, you know, such a nice person. And I remember Mahmoud Abbas talking about the Jews on the Temple Mount and their, quote, dirty little feet. Uh, this is who we're dealing with. <laughs> Um, that's so, so much for the nice fatherly, you know, grandfatherly image that, uh, that he spoke about, but, uh, saying that, you know, when the Jews go to the Kotel or to the Western wall to pray, because it is so difficult to be, uh, approved by the police to get up to the Temple Mount itself, where the Holy Temple stood and that, that's the real ho- holy place, as you said, the Jews... We have to go through security. We have to go through metal detectors. We have to put our bags on a special conveyor belt that goes through a special X-ray machine. And yet the Muslims, when they go to the Temple Mount, tell us about that. What happens to them?
2: Yes. So basically the Jews have only access, or should I say non-Muslims, a.k.a. Jews and tourists alike, um, all, are only allowed through the Mugribim Gate, which is right near the Kotal area, uh, only four and a half hours a day, uh, five days a week, not including Friday and Saturday. Um, and while, whereas the Muslims have 24, uh, se- 24 hours a day, seven days a week access through nine other gates of the Temple Mount, and they can walk freely without having to undergo an embarrassing security check. Now when I say an embarrassing security check, they don't get checked for any knives or weapons or anything of that sort. However, when Jews go through, they are not only checked for security, but they're also checked for other items, such as any uh, a a tefillin, a siddur is a prayer Any Jewish Israeli symbols. Mm -hmm. And and actually, in fact, this is very very much anti-Jewish. Um, Anti-Zionist, and in fact, in a Jewish democratic state, it is very considered, very much so, anti-democratic
1: and anti-Semitic. And they
2: have actually just admitted anti-Semitic, exactly anti-Semitic, exactly. And the Supreme Court has actually ruled that this is that this does not, you know, hinder rights for Jews. And the Supreme Court has said, yes, the Jews need a security check, you know, "quote unquote." And the Muslims that go up to the Temple Mount in droves, they simply do not.
1: Okay, and and, uh, I remember it was maybe, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago, correct me with my memory here, but uh, when Prime Minister Netanyahu was the Prime Minister, he had put up... Because there was violence, and often, you know, the Temple Mount is above the Western Wall. So oftentimes, when the when the Muslims there want to go crazy and want to attack the Jews, they'll throw chairs down on top of the heads of the Jewish worshipers that are just down below, and they and they'll throw
2: chairs and, and rocks, and, rocks and, right. and other material. Which
1: could and the rocks here are very dense; it could really split a head open. Um, and oh, yeah. so, but and again, it's the Jews who are checked who don't cause any problems, who are not violent, who don't have the M.O. of being violent, who don't uh, have a history of being violent, when it's the opposite. It's the Muslims who are rioting, who are, uh, there's, you know, many times the, the police have to go into full riot gear under the Temple Mount because of the troubles that the Muslims are making there, unfortunately. And sadly, I say this. Um, and, but they don't have to, when he put up uh, uh, metal detectors there that they would have to go through, just like the Jews do, by the way. So it's not racist or anything like that. They went on a strike. And they stopped going to the Temple Mount, which a lot of the Jews thought that was great. Now the Jews can finally go up there and pray freely and quietly not be attacked, right, and not be harassed. Um, But in the end, the the Israeli government was weak, and he took them down. He took them down. All right, we have to go to a break. When we get back, we're going to be talking more about the Temple Mount. If you have a comment or question and you want to call in, you can do so. Our numbers are on the top of our homepage at com. We are live, if you're listening, on Tuesday morning between 7 to 8 a.m. or uh, 12 midnight to 1 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. We'll be right back.
0: Shalom, everybody. Making a difference often takes just one moment and one person at a time. I am Orly Benny Davis, your show host on Israel News Talk Radios from Jerusalem with love. You'll be hearing people talking about politics, religion, social issues, and making a better tomorrow. Join me, Orly Benny Davis, for God and Country from Jerusalem with love.
2: Wednesdays on Israel News Talk Radio.
1: All right, we're back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, and we're talking about things you may not have known about the Temple Mount. It's the holiest place in the world, as uh, Michael our, M- Miller, our guest, said, the holiest place in the universe. Uh, But we need to know more about this because they say it's the powder keg of the world. It is the holiest site for Jews. Muslims claim it as being their third holiest site. And the Christians, I guess, uh, claim uh, Jerusalem generally Uh, to be a holy city for them as well, although the Vatican is the most for the Christians, for the Christian church. All right, so Michael Miller is our guest. He uh, is a tour guide on the Temple Mount. He's a Temple Mount activist. And by the way, if you want more information, you can go to their uh, website at www.templeheritage.com slash E-N for English, because it may be in Hebrew when it comes up. So Temple ma- templeheritage.com slash E-N. All right, Michael, uh, go ahead. What would you like m- more to tell us about the Temple Mount?
2: Yeah, so I'd like to tell uh, the viewers and the listeners that the Temple Mount, um, I'm not going to lie, it's a struggle, but it's the struggle worth fighting for. Uh, what I want to say is when Jews go up there or, or even when non-Jews go up there, they're scrutinized to police, um, a police escort. Um, when Jews go up there and we try and even pray, the police are not only there to protect us, uh, uh, protect us against the uh, Arabs in case that they want to physically attack us, But also to make sure that we are not uttering, God forbid, a Jewish prayer that could ignite not only the entire area, but the entire entire Middle East. Even when we walk, you know, or try to deviate from the path, um, they will even threaten us to detain us uh, and take us off the mount because we are not following police orders. Whereas the Muslims can do whatever they want, as you mentioned earlier in the program, that is absolutely true we are not allowed to even breathe, let alone to pray. But that doesn't mean that we stop the fight. That just means that we have to try extra, um, extra harder. And when Jews pray at the Western Wall at the uh, Kotel, the Wailing Wall, it's like I always ask myself, why do they stop there? Like, has the other side of the wall been completely erased and forgotten? And like why? And what was the cause of this? And so we have to go, not only go up, but also educate, you know, youngsters, high schoolers, even various, you know, uh, schools, uh, yeshivot, and uh, rabbis, etc., about the importance and significance and the holiness of the Temple Mount, because it is very, very, uh, it might be since 1967, but it's a very hot topic because it is the holy site in Judaism. And also because it's fairly, it's fairly new. Because we, for so long and for so many thousands of years, we have not had even the the privilege and the merit to even ascend the temple mount, let alone exercise uh, external forms of Jewish worship. Whether it's to pray, whether it's even to bow. Um, and in fact, um, I myself have been uh, detained a, a few times because of trying to. Um, exercise and apply my Jewish uh, rights to uh, the area, whether it was on one instance. You know what? Hang on. Before uh,
1: you tell us your story, I want to clarify something for our listeners, and that is when uh, Michael said that uh, Jews and even non-Jews are uh, escorted by police. It's the non-Jews that are non-Muslims. So we're talking about Christian, tourists, people who want to go up there that are not Jewish. They, the Christians and the Jews, no one is allowed to pray on the Temple Mount, according to the Muslims. But according to Israeli law, you are. Are. You have the right to pray there. Of course, what kind of thing is that to, sell some, to say that somebody can't pray? It's a it's a human right to be able to pray, but exactly. not according actually, to, to the me- Muslims. Wanted to
2: mention, I wanted to mention that the Israeli, well, we have turned countless times to the Israeli Supreme Court, and they have ruled time and time again that Jewish prayer on the Temple Mount is in fact 100% legal. There is no, it is beyond a reasonable doubt that it is in fact legal. But although it is a lawful right, the police on the Temple Mount do not. And I repeat, they don't enforce the ruling. In fact, they enforce the very opposite. The Israeli police in fact claim that in order to prevent a riot or public disorder in order to quote unquote, maintain the public peace of the order and civil unrest on the Mount and to not defend the Muslim feelings. So any sign of provocative behavior by the Jews, and when they say provocative behavior, they mean, um, Forms of Jewish worship—they're not. They simply try and prevent Jews from uh, praying there, so they consider Jewish prayer a provocation. And that has what—that's what that has come to.
1: Okay, so why do the Muslims answer that question for our listeners? Why are they? Why don't they want anybody else to pray there? Not Jew, not Christian, not anybody that's non-Muslim.
2: Because they are. They are afraid, and this is what's called the status quo since uh, Moshe uh, Dayan unfortunately gave over uh, or gave up the keys to the Muslim waqf in 1967. Um, We have given up all uh, sovereignty and all, if you will, sanity and all Jewish uh, normalcy. And why can Muslims pray and the Jews not? Because it is very racist, because Jews are Jews and Muslims are Muslims. Uh, regardless of the fact that it is 100% uh, legal on paper, what happens on the ground is quite the opposite. And it is a very pathetic reality. It's a very sad reality. It's a very anti-Semitic uh, reality because you know there's nothing more anti-Semitic than you know detaining or throwing off a Jew from the Temple Mount, the Holy site in Judaism, where it's, in fact, the most natural thing for a Jew to do in the world on the Temple Mount, that is, to pray. And that is what we are going up and fighting for. You know, we are Zionists trying to go back to the root of Zionism, and the root and the source of Zionism is not the Western Wall, as many claim. Rather, it is the Temple Mount, the holy site in Judaism. And if there is no peace on the Temple Mount, then there is no peace throughout the land of Israel, as Professor Uritzvi Greenberg has said uh, time, time and time again. Um, And what do we want to do? All we want to do is pray. We want equal rights. Not only Muslims to pray up there, but we also want Jews and Christians and all the nations of the world to be able to pray up there. Not just us. It is not just for us. As it says in in the book of Jeremiah, that my house will be a house of prayer for all nations. This isn't just for us. We're not just fighting for our right. We're fighting for everyone's right to be up there. Uh, Not just the Jews, you know, also the Christians, also the Muslims, everyone. You know, the, the Muslims can pray in, the, uh, in their Al-Aqsa Mosque without inciting against, you know, Jews and the state of Israel. And we can pray in our, you know, we can pray in our uh, corner near the Dome of the Rock. Eventually we, we, we will build a temple there but uh, that's what we want is for everyone to be able to pray up there, not just the Jews.
1: Right. so I just want to say here also that even though the Supreme court of Israel says that every Jew has, uh, everyone has a right to pray and worship on the temple Mount, you can't just say only if you're Muslim, you can do that. The police are not enforcing it. And in fact are enforcing the opposite. And the reason is I'm just to, to give me a yes or no answer. The, is police because, are vi-
2: the police are actually violating the law.
1: Yes. Okay. And they're doing it because they, they claim that they're trying to keep the, Piece, that if they let uh, the Jews uh, utter a prayer from their lips, it would incite the Muslims and then there would be writing. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. It will hurt their feelings, and that will cause an uproar. Okay, so they so, will stop so Jewish for the prayer at any cost.
1: So much for the tolerance of Islam. But we know in the Bible, it talks about... You, you mentioned Jeremiah, Yirmiyahu in Hebrew. And uh, we know in the Bible that the third temple is going to be built there. It's not going to be a mosque. It's going to be the third temple. All That's of correct. mankind will be able to go there and worship God, because we're all God's children. And it talks about, in the book of Zachariah or Zechariah in English... Chapter twelve, verses two and three, about Jerusalem being a heavy stone, and I want you to ta- tell us about that. It says here, "Behold, I am going to make Jerusalem a cup that causes reeling to all the peoples around, and with this, and when the siege is against Jerusalem, it will also be against Judah. That means the Jewish people. It will come about in that day, I will that I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples." All who lift it will be severely injured, and all the nations of the earth will be gathered against it. You want to comment on that?
2: Uh, sure. Actually, I wanted to even comment more on that and say that just um, a week ago or so, the Jews around the Jews worldwide actually fasted on the uh, 10th of Tevet, that pretty much marks and commemorates the beginning of the siege on uh, Jerusalem, on Jerusalem, and also on the old city walls. Um, when they say the stone, they also mean the foundation stone from where all mankind pretty much started from. That is the holiest site where the where where God the God of Israel created the first man. Many things happened uh, in that area of the foundation stone. Many uh, uh, Ju- many Jewish events have been uh, marked and occurred in that very spot um, in the Bible, and that is why this site is very important to us. That's why we simply cannot give up on this side. That's why it is such a uh, struggle, because we have such a strong, uh, unbreakable, undeniable uh, connection uh, to it. And this stone is the starting point, not only of the Jewish people, but also of the entire world. It's for, it's for really everyone, if you think about it, for all humanity, for all mankind. And this is really the beating heart and soul, not only of the Jewish people on the land of Israel and the state of Israel, but of the entire world. Right.
1: So I just want to jump in here before we go to the break. In, in is that... I truly hope, and you know, we we know it will happen because in the end of days, again, the third temple will be built there. Uh, You know, this is all in the Bible. This is before Islam ever existed, before Christianity ever existed, etc. And, uh, you know, we we have to remember that we are all God's children. We all stem from Noah, and before that, we all stem from Adam and and Eve, and this is why it saddens me that there's such intolerance between human beings, between people. So we're going to talk more about this when we get back. Don't go anywhere. to know about the Temple Mount here in Jerusalem, and you may not have known it, you need to know it, because as they say, Jerusalem, it's all going to wrap up, history is going to wrap up right here in the holy city of Jerusalem. And so we need to know how, why, when, where, etc. cetera. Uh, our guest is Michael Miller. He is a Temple Mount activist. And Michael, in the last segment, I wanted to stop you because I wanted to give you more time to finish uh, your amazing stories. Being an activist and uh, going to the Temple Mount and doing the terrible, terrible sin of saying a prayer from your lips <laughs> you were not once <laughs> not twice perhaps even more times taken by the police taken away by the police and detained tell us about that
2: that is correct not only has a uh, former mk Yehuda Glick uh uh had that uh, unfortunate uh, circumstances happen to him but also i have had that happen to me as well um i would say a few years ago um 40, uh, 40 Jews, I was in a group with 40 Jews, and we were trying to uh, pray, and we were trying to hear our rabbi uh, speak, Rabbi Yisrael Ariel, he's the head of the Temple Institute in Jerusalem, and he was trying to say words of uh, Torah, and the Jordanian waqf, who at that time were harassing us and following our group, um, they were trying to cause us not to hear his uh, words of Torah, so they, turn, they actually turned up their walkie-talkie volumes so that we wouldn't be able to hear him. And then we got so frustrated and so bitter and so aggravated, we actually started shouting at them, Shema Yisrael, uh, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, the Lord of Israel, the Lord of our God, the Lord is one. And also other forms of Jewish uh, prayer, such as Berkshem Kavod and uh, Hashem Melech, God is king. And that caused a complete uh, ruckus, uh, towards the uh, Muslim uh, Jordanian Waqf. And actually, the police forced us out of one of the earlier gates on the western side of the Temple Mount. And they actually detained us, all 42 of us, actually, in the police uh, station. So the, air, so the, air, the, air, the Muslims to, provoked you. To a so,
1: so the Muslims yeah. provoked you by uh, trying to disturb a lecture. Or, or, exactly. or talk that the rabbi was giving, and then when you responded by shouting back a prayer, a Jewish prayer, to say, "Look, you're not going to silence us. We have a right, we have a legal right. right, and a moral right to be able to pray here." The police came and took you guys away <laughs> because makes total sense, right? Yeah, it's be- well, it makes sense because they are afraid of the Muslims' writing. They're afraid of it. It's a, a poor, a show of weakness. Uh, uh, to to the Muslims, to the, to the extremists, and this is what emboldens them to do it even more.
2: Exactly. In fact, uh, a second time I was uh, detained was when a friend of mine um, went to the faucets on the northern side of the uh, Temple Mount and actually attempted to drink from the faucet. And the police at that time—now you can at that time—would not let him because before the Jew, before a Jew. Uh, drinks from the water fountain, he has to say a bracha, he has to say a blessing over the, over the water before he drinks it. And that is considered a provocation as well. And so I was just trying to video this, trying to show how ridiculous this is and showing the hypocrisy of the Israeli police. And when I left the Temple Mount, I was also, I was in fact detained and not allowed up until I got a special hearing from the police saying how much of a bad boy I was because I embarrassed the police and hurt his feelings and I wasn't allowed up uh, for some time after that but uh, thank God due to social media noise and waves I was allowed up uh, shortly after in fact so I would say it is uh, not because of me but because the video that I made of a Jew drinking from the faucets now Jews can finally They have the absolute right now to drink from the forces. And in fact, we do so on a daily basis without actually getting threats of being thrown off. That was the second attempt.
1: Unbelievable.
2: It is really unbelievable.
1: And, and it's so tr- it's what, truly
2: like insane.
1: When this happened to you, did your family, did it deter your family? Anyway, saying, you know, my good Jewish son is getting arrested. You know, I don't want you doing this anymore. I mean, did you ever, were your parents upset or did they encourage you saying, "I'm we're so proud of you? I mean, What happened?
2: They just want to know what, what happened to me at the police station. Like, you know, we just want to make sure that you were okay. You came back home in one piece. And listen, we're, my, I was raised with, zionism and unless i checked the most you can't get more zionist than going up to the temple Mount. that's the heart and sort and source of zionism so i don't see them you know thank god they didn't uh, get uh, angry or upset they just were like confused and i would say even scared because you know we don't you know one thing god forbid to happen uh, to you so they were they were fine with it they understood because they understood that i'm not fighting because I'm um, bored or because of my own health. I'm fighting for the Jewish soul and the Zionist soul. And I'm fighting for really everyone, not just myself, but for the future generations.
1: Right. And for the freedom of the people today to be able to worship, right? It's it's a exactly. human right. All right. So in the last few minutes exactly. that we have, you know, so you were detained by the police. You're fine. Um, y- you know, you weren't thrown into a dark dingy prison cell for 20 years you you went exactly and- as a
2: matter of fact a matter of fact a year ago started to interrupt just a year ago no, before please. um before you uh finish uh last year uh when bb when pr- former prime minister bb and uh former president donald trump signed the abraham accords i actually went up to the temple mount uh, me and Tomi Sadi, head of the students for the temple mount organization i actually went up and said a 90 second speech in english uh, inviting the United Arab Emirates uh, to come up and join us in joint communal uh, prayer on the Temple Mount, I called them to come up and join us. And afterwards, I uh, left the Temple Mount no problem. But the f- the next time that I went up, the police actually invited me to. I had to go to an investigation because what I said what i said not what i did but what i said broke the status quo and i was actually detained in the police station for about five hours and the police had no clue what i was saying because they didn't understand english so i they were they wanted me to translate the entire speech to table like you know what did you say you know how dare you you know why you know who who made this you know who made you say this or why did you say this or do you know that what you did can spark a third default i'm like all I want is for everyone to pray up here like I want the most normal thing in the world to happen up on the top of mountains. and you're telling me that what I said, you know, my speech, you know, can cause a riot. And as a matter of fact, why don't you actually arrest and detain the rioters, the people who are being violent, I'm trying to cause prayer They're they're the one provoking the violence.
1: Right. So with all of that, we only have about three minutes left. Uh, what is your call to action? In other words, how do how do we, with the power that we have with us and the, the, the justice that we have with us, the rights, uh, to be able to right. improve the situation so everybody, Muslim included, Muslims included, can all peacefully pray together to worship the God, our Creator?
2: That's correct. I would say, first of all, talk about it. Know that the Temple Mount, the holiest site know that the temple mount is an issue make it an issue don't be afraid to talk about it and also the best thing for you to do is not only to spread it on social media with your friends and family colleagues co-workers etc but come up come up listen it might be challenging it might be tough i understand the hours aren't exactly ideal but if we don't what does that mean the hours aren't
1: ideal what does that mean
2: Meaning that the the hours for non-Muslims are only four and a half hours a day from 7 a.m. until 10.30 and then again from 12.30 until 2 p.m. We're only allowed on the Temple Mount for four and a half hours a day, five days a week. It's very limited.
1: Hmm. See, that's important to say to our listeners. And also, if you're Jewish, there has to be spiritual preparation for you. You should speak with a uh, competent uh, Orthodox rabbi about what you need to do before you go to the Temple Mount, a few days before, in fact. Um, So, uh, all right. So we have another minute left. What would you like to leave us us with?
2: I'd like to leave you with the following. Please come. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what, what anyone else says. Uh, come ascend with us, pray with us. At the end of the day, we want unity amongst all nations. And this is the eventual dream. And uh, we want everyone to be able to pray freely there. At At the end of the day, that is what we want, the most basic natural right in a Jewish democratic state for all faiths and all religions to be able to pray up here. And please, please come. I implore you. I invite you. You have a personal open invitation from me, yours truly.
1: All right. And if people want to contact you, they can find you on Facebook.
2: You can find me on Facebook. You can also contact the uh, the website that I sent you, uh, the uh, Students for the Temple Mount. Um, and uh, just, uh, you know, be in touch with the head of the association, Tom Nisani, on Facebook. And uh, reach out to us and we will get back to you. And All invite right. you to an unforgettable, meaningful experience.
1: Okay, and I'm going to do something that I shouldn't be doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you look for Michael Miller on Facebook in Jerusalem, you're going to see a very nice, young, handsome, single man. (laughs) So if you're a nice Jewish girl, get in touch with him. He's a he's a good looking guy and uh, still unmarried, guys. All right. I want to thank everybody (laughs) for for being with us. And, you know, I have to, I'm a Jewish mother. What can I do? You know, I'm a Jewish mother before I'm a radio show host. All right. So uh, again, I hope that you did learn things that you may have not known about the Temple Mount and that you will be able to use your influence to be able to make it a safe place for everybody to be able to worship our creator, God, including the Muslims, and any religion that you are because we're all God's children and we should be getting along with each other i, d- I want to see peace between us all and and uh, appreciation and respect and, m- and mutual respect etc but you have to I mean, Amen I mean. you have to claim it and that means you have to roll up your sleeves you got to do something about it michael miller thank exactly. you again so much for being with us here on the tamara thank you show. so much
2: for the listeners and thank you so much tamaryona thank you
1: all right, and I want to thank everybody else for being here with us. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to write me, T-A-M-A-R, at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And again, you can go to the website, TempleHeritage.com, slash E-N for English. Thanks for being with us, everybody.
0: Israel News Talk Radio's chat room.